I remember my very first client for social attraction, my company that coaches single men how to lead fulfilling dating lives. Well, I say my first client, I'll get to that. So there I was having quit my old job that I hated, where I felt emotionally bullied. And I was in a situation where I had no idea how to get a single client, right? Brand new coaching business, no idea what I'm doing. So I am desperate. And I decided to write some blogs that were about 250 words each. They probably were all over the show grammatically. I had no idea how to write. I had no idea how to articulate what I wanted to say. So I kept writing these 250 word articles, right? Didn't even think about creating a video. It was just get another article, write another article. And it got to the point where I was really desperate to get my first client. So the phone goes one day. There's a guy on the other end of the line. And he said, I read one of your articles and I found it interesting. Could you tell me more about yourself? And me being desperate, go into this monologue. I start to explain myself. And he, he starts to ask more questions. And the more I explain myself, the more questions he's got. And the more desperate I became in the conversation. Because I wanted to sell him a course. Write this down. Don't seek validation. Write this also down. Don't answer unnecessary questions. I mean, there's certainly a resonance here with how I coach my clients now with women because this is some of the basic errors that people make. They answer every single question and they seek women's validation because, similar to me, you feel like there's no options and you feel desperate. So this guy eventually says to me, okay, well, I'm happy to go ahead. How do we go about booking you? And I'm at this point, I'm like, yes, (laughs) my first client, all of those people that told me I wasn't good enough, have some of that. I hadn't even decided what I was going to charge. So we agreed this nominal fee for the evening. And he said, uh, yep, I'll transfer it. Sure, sounds good. Get the bank details. Don't hear anything back. Send him a message. Nothing back. It's supposed to be this Saturday. Nothing back. And I get a text an hour before I'm supposed to be meeting him saying, sorry, been a bit tied up. Can I pay you cash instead? Now, because I'm desperate, I say yes. So I get ready, literally jump in the shower, get ready, super excited, my first ever client, right? Here we go. This is going to be great. So I arranged to meet him in this bar. When I get there, he doesn't turn up on time. And I'm like, okay, fair enough. So I'm sure he'll turn up. So I get there at like, I don't know, meeting him at say seven, get there at 10 to seven, order a drink. And at half past seven, he's not there and he hasn't texted me. And because I'm so desperate, I stayed and I waited. 
it finally got to eight o'clock when I was just about to leave and he turns up and he said, sorry, had all this trouble, drama, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, I don't have the cash on me this evening. Is it okay to transfer it to you afterwards? I just want to see what I'm going to get. And because I'm so desperate to prove myself, I said, sure, no worries. Write this down. Never do anything for free on a professional basis unless you are offering it from the start. So we go out together and I didn't take a history of this guy. I didn't know anything about him. And think about that in your dating life. You know, just because a girl's attractive, you go on a date with her without knowing anything about her, without knowing her history, without knowing anything at all. And this guy was, you know, just all wrong for me to coach him. He was more desperate than I was desperate to get him to listen to me. I gave him some advice and he said, okay, do you want me to do it the normal way I do it or the way you just told me? And I thought, well, just do it the way you want to do it, I suppose. (laughs) I remember thinking my heart sank. All of this was because I was desperate. I was desperate because I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know how to attract clients. The same way most men don't know how to attract women into their life. The way in which I conduct my business is identical to the way that I conduct my training courses. Nowadays, I know that the more value and impact you make, the more attractive you become to potential customers. And also as a guy, the more value you have, the more impact you make in the world, the more attractive you become to potential um, relationships or women that want to be around you. Looking back at that phase in my life, I understand what it feels like to be desperate and to feel the urgency to want to either prove yourself or just to get an opportunity, just one chance. I ideally like to help my clients to avoid going through situations like this because I know how painful they are because I went through that process in my business. But at the same point, I also recognize that These are experiences that shape us. They're experiences that allow us to grow. They are experiences that allow us to change the way that we work. My mentor, when I first started coaching many years ago, told me that most people quit when it gets difficult. He actually included himself in that part. He said he said he knows in his heart he doesn't have the mental toughness to just carry on going, which I found was quite interesting. Most people quit when it gets hard. After that experience and seeing how desperation played out with a client, my first ever non-paying client because he never paid me. That was my first learning lesson. And even though he wasn't really a client, looking back, that shaped me so much. 
it could have been very easy for me to say, do you know what, this isn't for me, this is a nightmare, let me just find an easier way of doing this. But I didn't. Decided that actually I wanted to get it right. My very next client was a paying client. And once again, through my sheer desperation for work, I overpromised on what I could do. So I took some learning lessons, asked him his history, asked him what he was looking to achieve. And this guy had never spoken to a woman before, doesn't go to bars, told me he was socially awkward. And I'm there saying to him, no worries, within a few hours, you'll be nailing it in a bar, no problems. You'll be talking to people, flirting, this, that and the other. I was overselling due to insecurity. And also as well, I just wanted to help him. I'm at this stage where, yes, I wanted to get my first client, but at the same point, I just wanted to help someone. And I wanted to know if I could. So unlike the first attempt, this guy actually paid money for my training. And we went out together. And he did really well, to be fair, got into some conversations. Obviously, I'd overpromised far too much. And in the end, I said to him, look, I've overpromised on what I can deliver. Let's do a couple more sessions for what you've already paid. But what happened that evening was interesting. I had a um, panic attack that evening in the uh, in the bar bathroom of the um, bar we were in. Got into conversation. He's like talking to this group of people going, well... And I just suddenly started to feel heart palpitations. I felt so awful and sick. The room started spinning. I went upstairs into the bathroom and I just, I just had a panic attack. And um, I pulled myself back together and I finished his training. And I got back home and I remember stopping. I lived in a flat, so I opened the front door to the flat and then I got to my front door and I paused. And it's the only time I've ever asked myself this question. I asked myself, honestly, do I need this in my life? Should I quit? It's the only time I've ever asked myself that question. And by the time I asked myself that question, I already knew the answer was don't quit. This is absolutely what you're supposed to be doing. And even though it was hard, and even though it was really, really difficult, I coached him again and again and again and got him the success that he wanted. And I'm not going to lie, I also had anxiety multiple times training him. I also took on another client at the same time when I was coaching them both together, which made it even more difficult. I had no coaching experience. I didn't really know what I was doing. I had a good heart. I wanted to help people. I didn't really care what they were paying, just that they were paying something for my time. And after I got through that situation, I became calmer. I, I realized that this was what I was supposed to be doing. I didn't quite know how I was supposed to be doing it, but I knew that this is what I was supposed to be doing. Again, loads of learning lessons. Like I didn't set the right boundaries. I didn't have time constraints, all these different things that as a professional coach, you just get right. And funnily enough, they work just as well in your dating life. All of those things I got wrong. And again, going back to what I was saying earlier on in this, I started off by being desperate. And that's what maybe make loads of mistakes in my first interaction. Similar in your dating life, perhaps you're desperate at this stage. You finally got a date, you make all these mistakes. The second time around, I didn't make the same mistake again. I wasn't desperate. I was trying too hard, but I wasn't desperate. 
And that's important because in your own growth and your own development, you don't need to be desperate anymore. You can make the decision to make it less. After the second and third client, my desperation evaporated. I no longer felt desperate to get clients. I realized it was more important to get the right type of client. I went from writing generic blog content to get anyone to being very specific over how I spoke, the topics I spoke about, the way I spoke about relationships, the way I spoke about self-confidence, the way I spoke about dating, to resonate with people that I could help. And I went away from this one size fits all just because a client's got money and wants to pay me, I should take him on as a client. And that is the biggest mistake you'll make in your dating life. Just because you find a woman attractive does not mean you should go on a date. It does not mean that you need to take her out for dinner. It does not mean that you have to put up with a situation that you're unhappy with because you don't feel like you can do better. I'm here to tell you that I have been desperate. I've come through the other side and the lessons that I have learned are universal for every single area of your life. It doesn't matter what phase you're at. It doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter your history. You can make a decision. Write this down. Number one, I'm not going to explain myself. Number two, I am not or I am going to try my hardest not to be desperate. Number three, I need to be more specific in the form of a written goal over who I'd like to date. What she does for a living. Does she live close? Is she funny? Is she charismatic? Is she intelligent? The more specific you make these things, the easier it becomes. And life reflects how you feel. The more specific you are, the more you can attract that ideal thing into your life. The more specific you are, the more you are saying, I don't want these things and I don't want these people. And what you'll notice is loads of red flags. And by avoiding those red flags, you open up space for the green flags. You open up space for the right people in your life. It's one of the most important lessons in my life. When I think back now to that panic attack that I had all those years ago, I'm proud of myself. I'm proud of myself for many different reasons. I didn't quit. I helped my client. I got better afterwards, after the second client. I got better after the third client. And I've got better since every client since. That whole experience set me up. It doesn't matter what's happened in your dating life. It doesn't matter how bad it's been. It doesn't matter how desperate you've been. None of these things matter anymore. It can get better. If I've resonated with you in this episode, then I invite you to book a consultation call with me. We can have a chat. I can understand more about you. Find out if you've got any red flags or green flags. (laughs) Had to put that one in there. But on a serious note, if you want more success in your dating life and you feel that you're desperate and you don't know what to do, book a consultation call with me and I will show you a better path.